0: Shut up and sit down. I'm not superstitious, but I'm I am a little stitious.
1: (laughs) When I'm on my bike, I can do the things I like
2: when I'm on my bicycle. I look like a jackass. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going I just hope I find it along the way Like an improv conversation mm-hmm. an improvisation.
3: You are listening to The DIAL Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hapler, and Jake Von Turing We all have two lives The second one begins when we realize that we only have one Enjoy the podcast
4: Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, man, i dang old boy ain't right. Man, I don't want to talk about it, I don't kick them dang old ass, man. I don't to take... For God's sakes, Hank, act like an adult, man. Just try to
1: and
4: Well, you know, Bobby, I tell him, don't take it for me, man. They don't life too short, man. They don't want to hold no grudge, man. I thought, me you gonna let little bygones be bygone, man.
2: Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake von Dering, and I'm here with Lance Hepler.
3: Lance Hepler, right here in studio
2: for
5: your viewing pleasure. Rode nope. all the way through the night just to be here for just the podcast. Just to be here with my friends.
3: We appreciate him. it. Sleepy right now? Um, yeah. It's been a it's, it's been a week <laughs> <The>
2: whirlwind
3: tour. <laughs>
2: Tis left Matt LeGrand.
5: What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look hungover. Oh yeah. No, uh, fantastic.
2: <laughs> hey, did you guys see this beard that Evan grew? Oh, oh wait a second. Right. That's not Evan. Nope. That's, no, that's not, not Not as Evan. attractive. <laughs> Welcome back, Scott Schultz. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having good. me. I think this officially makes him the most visited guest on the podcast. Yeah. I this hope- is like, what, round four? Maybe. Or five, five. five? Yeah. I think it's five. Wow. We just make you
5: permanent
0: yeah. now. If I'm here six times, I get on payroll. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's That's go. That's when you
3: start making the big bucks.
5: <laughs> I
2: think you finally overtook Justin Wagner. So there you go. <laughs> oh yeah. Cool. Hey, let's backpedal, Lance. Yes. What you been up to?
3: I uh, spent the last week in Utah and Idaho. It was a wonderful, just fantastic week. On on um on the way out, we stopped and have you guys? Has anybody at this table ridden the Deschutes River Trail? east of the Dalles, it is a phenomenal ride it's an 18 yep. mile gravel road right next to the chutes river before it dumps out into the columbia so it's just past the Dalles. it is a beautiful gorgeous road um and so i stopped there with my wife and she rode all of it and i rode all of it on the way out which is just kind of fantastic so um the it a lot of people it's it's a Fairly popular route, but mm-hmm. it's far enough away that it's it always feels like it's empty. There's nobody out there. But if you're going out there, the gravel is sharp, so make sure that you top off your sealant or have okay. a tube with you because, um, yeah, gravel bike is the right bike for it, though. Um, mountain bike would work as well, okay, because that's what I got. Yeah, the <laughs> it bike is, that you have is the right bike. For <laughs> yes, the that's okay. correct. It is flat there's one little climb okay so it's 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 a flat road it's just it's fun fantastic i think we're going that way the very the end
5: of this month or beginning of next month something like that it's a cool spot
3: stop and there's it a great does. campground right there with okay. like access to the river so your kids could actually like play while you rode your bike if you wanted or you could drag all your kids up there too we mm-hmm. so. will do have you you haven't done that scott nope yeah
0: I, I'm daydreaming of fishing though. Can I go and fish? Ooh. Yes you can. It's okay. at the
3: it's at the mouth of the uh is right right where the dumps into the Columbia. Are so. you allowed to fish there? I they think they've so. got pretty strict rules, don't they? I don't know what the rules are. I think just you're yes. you're always
0: yeah. allowed to fish until you get caught.
3: Yes. If your beard like is longer than two inches long, <laughs> there's no fishing rules. There's, there's no <laughs> rules. <laughs> <laughs> there's or, just no rules. And that wait.
5: applies to life. In, in, general, in general there's no rules we
0: had a uh, fishing rule i grew up saltwater fishing and we'd fish from uh, like harbors and there's certain fish that if you pull out of the water you can get like a two thousand uh, dollar fishing and game fine and oh. i've seen people throw their poles in the water when they've had like something wow. on the line i'm like hmm you <laughs> don't got scissors or fight <laughs> <laughs> the line it. that's why you have a knife handy uh,
3: so uh, from there, we ended up, uh, we headed towards uh, Idaho. I actually stopped and did some rock hounding. Big surprise. Stopped at a place called get anything good? Rabbit Springs. Want to see? Yep. Mm-hmm. Here we do. What <laughs> you got? All right. Ooh. Check it out. Oh, yeah. Look at that.
5: Can we guess is that what geode? that is? That oh. is. <laughs> Jake, Jake
0: Sorry. was fast. Uh, Check it out. I mean, I, I thought it was like a fossilized like a uh, pterodactyl shell yep, it is <laughs> what it looks Something. like it is <laughs> it looks sure. like a
3: golf ball that's been split open and there's it's all crystallized inside so this is a little geode from the area called rabbit springs it's right on the idaho nevada border and we we literally found dozens and dozens of those like a
2: giant rabbit turd is what it looks it's like what it looks like <laughs> but it's, it's beautiful like,
3: yeah it's kind of kind of cool so there's some clip in like joe dirt
5: where he's like i found this golden nugget he's like what you found there is a Boeing turd that they dropped these turds from the (laughs) it's joe dirt (laughs) is this movie from gosh it's
2: one of those early 90s yeah Yeah. early 90s it's really bad david spade movie really bad yeah but yeah
3: really good (laughs) yeah check it out people so bad it's good uh, from there, we ended up in Provo because my daughter Kelty was graduating from college. Yep. So, hooray for Kelty! She graduated from Utah Valley University. Uh, we spent a couple of fantastic days with her and her boyfriend, because it was his boyfriend's graduation also birthday. Oh, birthday. It was his birthday, so cool. We were all hanging out there. It was it was really cool. She graduated with a degree in digital film production. Where's she going? Um, she had to stay. She was actually going to come home for a couple weeks, but she is staying in Utah because she has gigs lined up for the next like month or something. So she has all this great stuff. Is she eventually moving to LA? That is her plan is probably before the summer's over, she will move to LA and she already has connections and gigs lined up in LA too. I don't get it. That's awesome. She just...
5: Everyone fights so hard to like break into that industry, and And it's so cool to see her just be like, "Yeah, no problem." She's just like she's like
3: turning stuff down. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. It's 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 cool to watch it like happening in real time. So I'm super proud of her. That was on Friday. Her graduation was on Friday morning. Utah Valley did a strange thing. We actually, it was a drive-through graduation. (laughs) It was a drive-through graduation. was it COVID? Partially COVID and partially because there were 11,000 graduates. So <laughs> it's a big school. Utah Valley University. It's open room moment. So it was yeah. a big school. So uh, yeah, Did you,
0: anyone do it in style, like one of those limousines with this jacuzzi in the back? People decorated their
3: cars with yeah. balloons and with stuff. And we had our, you know, I'm in the big sprinter van and the doors open and the music cranking. <laughs> well, we're That's like fun. waiting yeah. in line to get to the spot. And then when you get to the spot, she jumps out, cap and gown. Hands a thing. They read her name. They you know, throw confetti in the air. She shakes all her professor's hands, jump back in the van, and
0: you're done. That's perfect.
3: Yeah.
5: Kind of so, nice.
3: It was kind of nice. Yeah.
5: I so, mean, all these ceremonies. I mean, come on. Right. So it should, They should have to,
0: doubled it like a like a cop is there, like making sure all the cars have like up-to-date yep. tags. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <Get> some <laughs> check real in,
3: value. Checking for something yeah.
0: safe. I, something else was going on. For sure. Uh,
3: so that was that was fun, but that was on Friday around noon or something, mm-hmm. or we weren't done till like two o'clock in the afternoon. Then my other daughter, Darby, and her girlfriend, fiance Julie, they were graduating on Saturday, like fifteen hours later. So we had to. Well, it wasn't fifteen hours. Maybe it was more like tw- it was like twenty hours later. So we had to drive from Provo, Utah, to Pullman, Washington. At Washington State University. Did, so, did you drive through the night? Did you drive and stops and just stop somewhere in the middle of the night and sleep for a little we, bit? We made it to Pullman by midnight. Oh, okay. That's so, yeah. I so think. we we did better than we thought, but it was yeah. it was a twelve hour slog. You adhered to the speed limit, and there was no adhering to the speed limit. <laughs> it
5: was just. It was just Safe, safety first. Just we're just Safe, we just got to get hand. there.
3: Let's get there. So
0: I'm I'm curious from. The time that I know you now, you invest so much in the kids. Yeah, was that always the case, no. or did it intensify just after the kids? Their names.
5: He actually just <laughs> he learned their names a couple weeks ago. Was it the kids
0: <laughs> flew the coop, and you're like, oh, we got to keep their wings that's clipped? A, that's
3: that's a good question. No, um, I I just I love my kids. Yeah. they're they're good people. They're good people. I like being around them. I don't want to miss. Their stuff. Yeah. I don't want to miss yeah. cool stuff. That's awesome. I want to spend time with them when I can. Um, one of the reasons, I, one of the reasons I went into dentistry it, in the first place was because I knew I could run my own business and still be a family man. Cool. That, there was a reason why I chose that profession, and those were two of the major factors. The third was. There was an opportunity to make a lot of money. Yeah. So let's be honest. Yeah. So That's why people do dentistry? I think I mean, probably because it's one. really a crappy profession. <laughs> There's a lot of suicide in dentistry. Yeah. Is scary. So I I made it a point to do that so that I could spend time with my kids. I didn't want to miss my kids' stuff growing up, and for yeah. the most part, I didn't. I didn't miss a track meet. I didn't miss a soccer game. I didn't miss uh, a play performance or a concert performance or a jazz band disaster i didn't yeah. miss any of that stuff
0: are you who's who's more intense about that you are the wifey
3: uh probably my wife yeah yeah she's much more intense about it and i grew up you know one of like seven kids and so <laughs> how should i say this i was like an afterthought yeah. it was like yeah. i was, i did my own thing i did my own thing growing up i yeah. My, if my family listens to us, none of my family's going to listen to us, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but sometimes that works. But you do yeah. your own thing, and like life is good. I was like, okay, I'm, i I got to figure this out on my own. I got, I've got to be self-sufficient, and I'm just going to figure it out. And that's yeah. kind of the way I've always been because I was one of the youngest ones in my family. But, um, yeah, I, I, it, it got better as I retired because I, all, my time opened up. Yeah. And I worked for 20 years, working like 60 hours a week but it was all local stuff so when my kids were here i didn't have to miss stuff yeah so uh, but the then, prob- you know the problem
5: is like y- you finished up and you retired and then your kids also flew the coop at the same time yeah basically
3: it, i i retired the same like with the same year my youngest daughter graduated from high school and went to college mm-hmm. so yeah it, it, that's a good maybe that is good timing
5: and because so you're you on
0: the, you're on the inside you don't feel how endearing it is for someone to drive to you. Like, that's a big deal. Like, uh, like if you're in a relationship and you live further away and someone's coming to you, or you're a child and someone's coming to To you, you you don't know how that feels for the person on the receiving end. Oh, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's awesome.
3: Yeah, It's it's funny. Obviously, my relationship with my kids has just gotten better as I have gotten older because... And I wouldn't have expected that because that's not happened with my family is not what happened with my wife's family but and maybe that's one of the reasons why we're so bent on making sure we keep that relationship good i want to spend time with my kids i want you know anyway your kids are cool yeah it helps they're good kids so they're good people well, I'm rattling on, aren't I? No, this is good. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Lance Hepler backpedal. It's a Lance They're famous for one reason.
0: Yeah. This is how I consider having kids. I'm like, all right, well, let me see if there's this like be good scary. stories. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Well, I can switch to the bad stories. <laughs> you want let, bad we'll stories? do this off mic. Yeah. Go, Matt. Yeah. Now, um, I my backpedal's quick because I am not doing much at the moment with the Achilles surgery recovery going swimmingly and i did swim three times in the past week or so wow. and uh biked on zwift okay i set the i set the erg mode at 100 watts could you push it I do. Could, oh, could, you,
3: you can push, push it oh, i can do it
5: in fact the first you can time you push
3: 100 watts with one leg
5: man. i could yeah but <laughs> the first time i um hopped on there i didn't do that and i was like spiking it up to 400 watts like let's go <laughs> like yeah. i hadn't done any biking in a long time and i just felt good to be on there and I knew I shouldn't do that, but I was also testing um, RGT, and I was like, oh, here's a sprint, you know, like, just on Zwift or whatever it is, and you're like, okay, so sprint. And then you sprint, because you're an idiot, and you're like, not supposed <laughs> to do anything with your foot. But ever since then, it's been erg mode, set at 100 watts, and it's been good. Pretty good. Yeah. I really think I could bike outside, but my wife won't let me.
0: Oh. So,
3: <laughs> you don't have doctor's clearance yet. Don't have doctor's clearance
5: yet. <laughs> but I, think I I might just sneak out and like just like, Stay in my neighborhood, you know something like just Good. roll around. Irish
2: kids up and down the street? We'll see if dash, the weather's really nice. Drag race it. with Dash.
5: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I could race. I could race any of the kids or all of the kids in the neighborhood. <laughs>
2: could be fun. Cool. Backpedal well, done. When you do faster get faster than Lance's backpedal, yeah, that was faster than mine. When you do get clearance, give me a shout. Yep. Cool. We'll go cruise. Mr. Scott. Yes, sir. What you been up to this past week?
0: I have uh, done one bike race. I did a Monday night PIR, which was interesting. Um, there was no goose poop on the ground. which like, It's the, disappointing. The very first race of PIR usually has a lot of goose poop, and it's super and, sketchy. F- and flocks of geese in the infield. Zero. There are no geese there. Yeah.
2: Is it because the weather's been so bad?
0: Um, Maybe they're no. all
2: gone. Did no. so much rain <laughs> well, that it washed happened? all the goose poop away? <laughs> what
0: happened was those... those geese they're called canada goose not can, not can, canadian, canadian geese canadian geese <laughs> not no. canadian canada canada is like their geese. their name yeah. yeah
1: okay
0: um but like they got obese and they stopped migrating you know, because we fed them. Yeah, yeah. Right the they same. would land, and then they would, and then they they were protected, right? They had no like, uh, not enough coyotes to kill them. Yeah. So they're like, screw going further south. Like, we're staying right here. Let's stay here. I um, don't even
5: feel the cold weather. <laughs> look how fat I am. I have the same problem. Yeah. Same so problem.
0: sometimes we actually see the migratory birds come by, and the ones that are like, they pretty much put up, put up shop, and they're they're not going anywhere, and you can visibly see the difference. Yeah, like a like a buff bird and one that's not one that <laughs> one that just like frequents uh sizzler the <laughs> yeah. 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 um no but Sizzler. sizzler. <laughs> sizzler. How, awesome. how was the race
3: was it a good showing i know the uh, weather wasn't great going in so
0: yeah um i did the one two three field and i was like in conversations with with uh other promoters there and Ober officials, Chuck. And so I was hijacked into conversations and then they're like, everyone line up. And I'm like, oh crap, didn't get to warm up. <laughs> um, but we had, I think like close to in between 30 to 40 in the one, two, three field. Um, and A it's bit small, but still, yeah, it scored 30 yeah. plus 50 plus. Um, and like, I used to be on the team TAI POA now, but they had like 22, 24 people. <laughs> so they were sending, like four people off at a time. And it's like,
1: wow, uh, there's
0: only like five people willing to rotate to pull them back. And so I, they had
2: almost two thirds of the field. I would say, yeah, oh, wow. Yeah.
0: But it's not their fault. Like, <laughs> no, not their good fault. on like, them for getting yeah, the whole team when, out when there. When I, when I like complain to the girlfriend, she's like, isn't that the point of being on a team? You show up and race together. Uh, maybe the other team should do this. And I'm like, you're, you're speaking verbatim what Legion deals with. Like Legion yes. comes in yeah. as a bully and now finally they have like Project Echelon and and other teams are like, we can, we can match this, you know, yeah. we can get a few more sponsors and pay people accordingly and show up with our, our hit squad too. So, um, yeah, so that was, it was fun. Um, like, uh, Bob Duffy was there and Felipe, um, this kid, Steven Plummer, who's on Team O. Yeah. Yes. Steven's made, awesome. Like, yeah, crazy games over the last year. <laughs> yes. And he was just like almost like there'd be like four people rotating and he's like, all right, I'm going to take a lap pull and bring us back to them. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Adam boy, Steven. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So, um, he's like
3: European or something. He's a riot. Is Is he German? I think something like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Das is good. And, um, yeah. So that was really cool. One of the, we were doing, um, racing, uh, clockwise, uh, the last final sweeper turn into the finish line straight. It was rainy. And then it, cleared up and it was sunny but the where the sun was setting was the gnarliest reflection into your eyes where you went from following a wheel uh, like four inches to like four feet oh wow dude you were scared and you had to put your hand up and block the sun just so you could see for a second and yes. yeah but um no crashes and uh yeah good first race and i hope um they they just continually grow um tonight is the next one or whenever when does this come out comes out on wednesday Dang it. but everyone I'm knows I'm a liar you are a liar <laughs> <laughs> and in tonight,
5: tonight's race was fantastic yeah. oh, it was so good I, yeah.
0: I got on the podium the wide angle podium, <laughs> podium top 5
5: won the whole thing <laughs> yeah I, everyone 50. knows i think everyone knows that we record this on monday and it comes out on wednesday oh
0: typically. i do have really cool news though um uh okay. podcast friend uh Dylan Wiggins, he gave me his GoPros to put on the bike. Oh, really? So I'll, I'll have, uh, we don't know if it's Face 2.0 or Face 3, but we'll have some <laughs> GoPro, GoPro videos of- Of, uh, of the race, yeah, fantastic. And while I was driving over here, I was daydreaming. And I'm like, dude, I should get you this content all of the time, and you make splices of different teams out there. So like, mm. make a splice of only POA, and then I'll, I'll give it to David Root. Make a splice of dial, guys. Give it to Jake, yeah. and, and and it'll be cool for them to be like, "Yeah, look what the guys did um, at a local race," and, it, and it's just little yeah. twenty yeah. second thing, and Flips. it's so easy to do. So nice, sure. yeah, yeah. That so, could be cool. Yeah, love it. I love daydreams, and it either works or it doesn't, but it's like <laughs> cool that you Try like it. you daydreamed. Yeah. So that's it. One race, and um, yeah, I I uh, had a lot of time off the bike that we'll get into later. So sweet.
2: Uh, my back pedal is not all that great either. I didn't really do too much. Um I, so we're recording this on Monday like we just discussed. Today was the first day that I woke up asymptomatic. I didn't have anything bother me. It's like I've been swallowing waiting for my throat to start hurting again. I, I swear I had strep throat in there, but yeah. I I digress. But anyhow, the, long story short, ah, swallow. You probably no pain. I, I
5: wonder <laughs> if you did have strep throat.
2: Maybe. I was tested at the very beginning, came back negative, but you don't know what that turns yeah. into, but um, I can breathe i'm not coughing My throat doesn't hurt i don't have a headache i'm not taking advil it's glorious <laughs> glorious but what sucks is it it came back and got worse again last week and we did the uh, the tuesday night gravel ride. that was a blast we had a really good time yeah. and just having the full dike open now was just it's it's <laughs> really yeah how nice do you adro- like that it's great yeah we, we kind of went the out new there route dropped the hammer on it a little bit had fun out there and then uh i thought that i was going to get to do things for the rest of the week and just all of a sudden woke up again feeling really crappy so um, the weather was bad and we didn't flog we were supposed to do, um, a virtual flogging. And there was only a few people that showed up to do the RGT vlogging route and I was going to be one of them. And then I get a phone call from one of our people here at the lab and she's trying to leave and broke her key off in the door. So I had to come oh, down and fix no. that. And that was always fun. I turned to, no. I, I can now put on my resume that I'm a locksmith. So the weather has, if, if you're not from this area, we've had
5: so much rain yeah. in the past. Yeah. Correct me if I'm weeks. wrong.
2: Was it not record breaking for
0: April in terms of the know. amount of rain that Boy, got possible?
3: First or second or third month wettest April ever in Something the Portland like that. area. Plus
0: snow. You got away from it though. Yeah, it's, I
3: did I, cheat because it yeah. was
0: like it was localized on the coast. I yes. feel like because even Bend was getting decent. Was decent, decent weather. Yeah. yeah,
3: it was decent just past the Dalles. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. So May's not starting off any better, but. And so just not feeling well and taking, it's just stuff just happening. Life's busy and a lot of things going on here at work. And then this past weekend and didn't work out again. So Rodon's rode on Zwift. It's just another crappy weekend, like sub five hours for me. That's like the third week in a row or fourth week in a row yeah. of sub five hours. Ugh. So anyhow, let's move on because nobody wants to hear me talk about that. <laughs> hopefully this week we'll get back to it. And hopefully next week I'll have some backpilling to do. Probably not gonna race up. Right. Cool. Um, yeah, there was just, racing. Is there any? No, nothing happened. Bayley. There was. <laughs> top five. Hey, champ!
3: Champ Bailey out. Giro
2: <laughs> d'Italia, you jackal. Come there's, on. There's
3: there's, <laughs> some, there's been some racing. <laughs> there's been some racing. Okay, should we should we talk uh, world championships? Or we should we talk Giro first? Jake,
2: let's talk about. Let's end on a positive note. Let's talk about the um triathlon, triathlon real triathlon. quick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wait. First
3: <laughs> off, I want to know. Did any of your picks... Wait, were Evan's picks the worst? That's all I want to know. Yes. Even if his, picks, even were if his picks were perfect, his were still the worst. <laughs> okay. And mine were the best.
5: So no, a I Norwegian think, one, the men, right? Yes. The guy that I picked didn't even start. The guy that I picked to win didn't even start. But Ooh. the guy that I picked second... Gustav Eden didn't start. Why? He was, they've been like sick or whatever. Okay, but he announced both it like Norwegians. Friday night, and the race yeah. was Saturday. And you guys yeah. did
2: talk about him being a little bit sick, right? But you...
5: uh, Evan did. Yeah, I didn't follow him as closely as he follows them. So, um, but then the guy that they I picked for second, and the guy that both the other guys picked to win. Did win Christian Blumenfeld. Christian Blumenfeld he's gold medalist, a Norwegian now, also world champion Ironman world champion. So he's got both of those. I heard a story that he yep. was
3: puking all morning before the swim. He was not feeling well. Still raced. I don't think S- so. This, this is rumors. This is stuff I heard. I saw it on Twitter, so it could be completely false. And then he finished the race and puked again, but still won.
2: Wow! Sounds what was his Spreading
3: suspicious seven.
5: Oh, yeah. 49. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I 749. know. 749. We all thought he would go like eight hours, or I think maybe one of us picked sub eight. I don't know. Uh,
2: well, you guys were all talking about whether or not he could break eight hours. And, five, and he
5: dominated five it. Five guys broke eight, eight hours. Yeah. It was fast. Lionel Sanders, who I did not pick to do well, got second. Yes. Um. Yeah. So five minutes uh, back. Five minutes back. He actually kind of out sprinted for second. And uh, Braden Curry, Braden Curry from New Zealand, got third. He actually led most, well, a lot of the day. Um, and then on the women's side, and
3: then an American fourth. What the heck? Yes, Chris Lieferman.
5: Yes, Chris Lieferman. Good call. Yep. Um, on the women's side, I picked Danielle Reef to win, which I thought was a, that was a, that was my best pick slash. Like she was like an she was like a dark horse for people. Because she's had such bad performances lately. She crushed. She absolutely dominated. Nine minutes. She won by nine minutes. Wow. She, like, passed halfway through the bike, and it was over. So You're that was her. good. Um, and then it was Kate Matthew, Kat Matthews. Cat Matthews. Cat Matthews.
2: And then Annie. Annie Hogg. Annie Hog.
5: And I think I had Annie Hogg for second. And... how did
2: they respond or what, what were the, what was the sentiment towards the course not being in Kona? Did they like it there? Did they have fun with it? I think a lot of people really liked it. I mean, I think it was a hard course. I think it was a difficult course. I think it's
5: probably because there's just so much more climbing. I think that it was 7,400
2: feet of climbing. What was the weather like there?
5: uh it was pretty good they i mean it was warm but it wasn't as windy as it can be and i think people were really scared it was going to be like 20 mile an hour winds and it wasn't at least for the pros the age groupers might have caught more of the brunt of that i don't know but uh yeah so all in all i think people were pretty pleased with the location and kona's coming up soon it's in october so that'll be kind of a quick turnaround for some of the pro athletes there so pretty cool pretty cool race
3: so who so who won the bet I did. I'm you won. I'm always gonna be the winner. Yeah. I mean,
5: It's it's so debatable. It's debatable. Like, cause they hey, both picked. You're they both here. Picked, so I'm here. Let, we're 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 declaring you the winner. They both picked. You have to show up to win. They both. Yeah, you too. They picked the guys' winner. I picked the girls' winner, and but I'm generally just a better person than they are. <laughs> also true. So we're gonna go with me for winning. <laughs> and Congratulations, man. Yep, yep. Where, where was uh, the venue? It was in St. George, Utah. St. George.
0: That's a new one?
5: It, it's almost, well, it's always been in Hawaii. It's always in it's Kona. It's always yeah. been in Kona. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: And as someone who doesn't know anything, I know um, Lionel Sanders. Swim and then bike. In the- <laughs> okay, I got that. What? Back. You okay. know Lionel Sanders? <laughs> yeah, we're best yes. friends. Went to college together. No, no, no. I only know that name. Yes. He
2: got so second. What, he got second. Uh, it's, it's like, like the Mount Lemon like KOM challenge stuff that he was doing with like Sam Long and a few other guys yep. out there. And-
5: he was doing the KOM challenge in Tucson.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. he but, yeah. Uh, he trained a little bit with Gaiman and pulled mm. Gaiman around. He was like a
5: they did a triathlon yeah. thing yeah. or something together. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Cool. So yeah, they're Yeah, he's good. He's strong, and he is not the best swimmer. So he tends to come from behind, and and uh, yeah, he just you know ran out of real estate. It so. shows
0: you the power of like one little video and like the audience. Because I wouldn't have found him, but I watched. Yeah, I watched that, and I'm like, I know that name. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. No, that's
5: a good point. No, he. Um, I think YouTube's been really good for him. He's the. He's got the most popular YouTube channel. Yes. And then, so it kind of makes sense for him to do other collaborations with other YouTuber YouTuber type people, Mm -hmm. and so branching out of triathlon, I think he's got maybe 150, like getting close to 150, thousand subscribers, subscribers, which. You know, I mean, it's not massive. I don't know what Phil Gaiman has, but oh, similar. In the ballpark, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah similar. it's like so, 200,000 or something like that. Usually people that are similar in subscriber levels will collaborate on yeah. videos and stuff. So anyway, it was cool that they did a triathlon video together. It's worth yeah. checking out. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch <laughs> it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm sure they made a video or two Fun stuff.
2: Cool. Gotcha. The guy can bike. Cool. Hey, champ. Yes? Any... Giro news?
3: Yes, the uh, Giro d'Italia started our first grand tour of the year. In um, it, The first three stages were all in Hungary, mm-hmm. which is interesting that it was in a whole different country in three different stages. The first stage was uh, quite exciting, won by Matthew Vanderpool. Vanderpool. Yes, so pretty great that he got to pull on the pink jersey, the leader's jersey for... Uh, winning. It was really a sprint stage, but it, it was like a steep finish, and that just played right into Vanderpool's strengths. Is he
5: going to finish the whole thing? Probably.
0: He said he wanted to. Yeah. Okay.
5: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't know if you'd heard an interview or anything like that, because
3: that would affect his tour potentially.
5: He right?
0: wants to finish the tour too.
3: He wants to Let's finish do it the all. tour. I want to yeah. do it all. <laughs> he, he didn't finish the tour last year only because of the Olympics. Right. He pulled out yeah. to like do specific prep for, for mountain bike mountain bike, mountain bike olympics, olympics yeah. which went fantastic yeah it was a very good decision for him did he, he break crashed, his
2: leg or something he crashed
3: or? out and, and messed up his back
2: oh, yeah i yeah. over a tea kettle and jacked <laughs> up his
3: back jacked up his back uh, and was like well because he's bright. one of
0: the only riders who still runs hardtail a uh, oh. hardtail no dropper uh, right yeah and they're like uh, we know you're good but like come yeah, on yeah be careful
3: so he won the first stage. Matthew Vanderpool it was quite exciting. The second stage was a time trial, and it was actually won by Simon Yates. Right, I and, saw that. Yeah. Uh, and Vanderpool was second, so he like rode out of his head to keep second and kept the pink jersey. Jersey. So, and then um, the third stage was completely flat sprinters uh, stage, and guess who won the sprint? hat. Was, was it Cavendish? <laughs> yes, Cavendish won. On
2: we out, all said wait, that he wait, would never win did, another stinking race. Yeah, do, <laughs> did,
5: did I win? Do I, do I win something for that? I feel like if we go back and look, it was that, like some sort of bet between. It was. Pri- I'm sure whatever price said was wrong. That,
0: well, that sprint looked unbelievable. It almost kay. looked like WWE or F or whatever one uh, is like. Oh, orchestrated because yeah. it was a very long sprint and in my head i'm like all right he's gonna so get swarmed somebody's by eight going people. he looked like he went yeah. way too early yeah but so yeah looking at the numbers usually what
3: happens is you have your lead out train your lead out guy pulls off with like 150 meters to go or right around there and your sprint guy just blasts for the last 100 meters um cavendish's lead out guy pulled off at 300 meters okay let's just call it here Cavendish paid the other teams for that (laughs)
5: win. It was so close and it was worth it because he probably, because people are betting that he could
3: never win again. I was amazed that nobody came around him because he just put his head down for 300 meters and just gassed it. And like, it's like the gap stayed the same. Nobody could like draft off him and slingshot. He just, he he held him off. So pretty crazy. Now now the real question is going to be is he going to win a? a stage at the tour. He's not even on the tour team yet. He's not even on the quick step tour you know, all team. All the biggest hitters aren't at the Giro. Either. I mean, but, you well, got Caleb Ewing, but, but Caleb Ewing, Gavaria. Um, yeah. Um, who's the other I mean, there's guy? some hitters there, there, but there were four or five very good sprinters yeah. that were there. They were all going for it. even, even Vanderpool was leading out yeah. his sprinter. He wasn't sprinting. He was leading out his sprinter and his sprinter still only took like Twelfth or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, but people don't really think he's a good lead-out guy because he, he's Vanderpool. so strong he's and strong. jerky. He's oh, like, okay. why yes. can't you come with me? And it's like, because you're very strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. you Vanderpool. <laughs> just keep going.
2: Slow down. Rides a s- sprinter off his wheel. <laughs> so, that, so
0: yeah, uh, Vanderpool was working for his guy, Marechko, um, which Vanderpool should have just done him.
3: Right, but... yeah.
0: He still has the pink
3: jersey, which he only really suspect he only anticipated having it for like the first day, and he still has it after three days. So today is what's, Monday. It was a rest day. Okay. They were traveling back to Italy mm-hmm. to finish the rest of the tour, and actually in Italy. So what's coming up? Anything? Have you looked at look ahead
5: of uh-uh. the schedules? No. I wonder when some of the big climb stuff. It's probably coming up <laughs> next weekend. Well, it's coming
0: up uh, the first. I mean next stage. They're, Next stage climbing, climbing? they're climbing Aetna, I think. Okay. Oh. 23K, so our effort. So maybe that'll
5: be the end of MVPs. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh, he knows that. MVPs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another interesting thing was Tom Pidcock was slated to race the Giro. Yes. And um, he he wasn't feeling good after the Classic, so he's like, I'm just going to go mountain bike. He'd been sick.
3: He, he wasn't feeling good after Classic and had been sick, so yeah. he bailed on the Giro and went to Germany to race the Alstatt. UCI Allstat yeah. mountain bike race. And won. And won. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like With one,
0: like, like two convincingly. It's like, it's like he not wheelied, fair when you can do every discipline.
3: He wheelied and, across the finish line. He was so far. Well, he wheelied
0: <laughs> and he wheelied so early that he got tired, set, like sat it down and then like repositioned on the saddle, wheelied again <laughs> and then made sure to take one hand off. And yeah. we're like, we're, we know you're good. Like, <laughs> spitcock yeah. was yeah. just good. It. That's good. Yeah.
3: for the sport let's do it it's pretty fun
0: and he and pidcock will be racing uh next week to it the the following um, at the following world cup yeah okay you know what i'm nervous about this is the last year of red bull coverage for uh uci oh is it so the company the parent company that does gcn plus they they purchased the rights to to do uci mountain biking and i'm like you better hire half the staff from red bull can't they
3: good job doesn't Red Bull high? They don't. Do they have their own production yeah. staff? Okay, yeah. they have their own production staff. Yeah, so it's not their, like they they buy the right, the production rights no. from somebody else.
0: Red Bull knows what they're doing. Yeah, they're, every production they do is like is uh, is an, uh, yeah. Did
3: you see the difference between Red Bull's produced races and like the the Flow Sports races yeah. we saw with the first like with Sea Otter? You probably you were at Sea Otter. I was
0: at Sea Otter and I watched. Dude, I went to the Shimano tent and um, and they had a like a, a, a big, screen big screen TV. I'm like, hey, can you guys put on the race? What race? The race today. <laughs> this race. Yeah, this race today. Like you yeah, have Shimano sponsored athletes, it might make sense. <laughs> and uh yeah, the guy put it on and and it was just so tacky.
3: It was now granted, it's not like a small, um, like tight, like a ten lap UCI course. It was a one lap you know 40 mile course so it's hard to have camera coverage yeah. but the camera coverage sucked for the yeah. lifetime F- fitness flow thing. bikes is like flow bikes i can't do it anymore so mad at like them. i so. they'll, they'll
0: like they'll call out a rider like blah 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 so and so i'm like that's not who that's you're not, talking you know, about and i'm like a random person. dude like <laughs> across the like the world and i'm like uh, i'm yelling at it and then it's funny because Five minutes later, they'll they'll correct themselves. And, oh, and uh, somebody got I feel ear. like vindicated. Like the <laughs> girlfriend's right there. She's like, "Why do you think you know more than them?" And I'm like, "I don't think that I know them." But like at this at this juncture of me watching this, <laughs> I, know I know that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, now awesome. but ba- yeah. So hopefully we get
2: good Better, coverage.
3: We get good coverage. That's all the racing. Champ out. Champ
2: Bailey out. Champ out. Hey, you guys ready to talk about some stuff? Yeah. All right. So, no, I'm going home. Hold on. We got, <laughs> we got somebody that we're going to call here real quick. Um, he had a question for us. So he was a. Oh no! Oh no! Well, it looks like we got the wrong phone number for him. But um, <laughs> I, I, I get it, lady. I mean, we need to cover some time here while Jake
3: gets the correct yeah, number. It sounds Talk like it them. sounds like a,
0: the the recording I get when I call any of my ex girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you, really? you have been blocked by the number that you were trying to dial. That's funny. It's well, a long list. <laughs> <laughs> I had no phone numbers my a long in my phone. list,
0: uh, makes me sound like I've had good luck, though. <laughs> That's
2: yeah. right. Let's yeah. give this another shot here.
1: That's right.
2: Okay. Are you there, Brian? Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can- you're,
5: right, you're on the podcast.
2: You are. Oh my goodness. You're you currently live. being recorded on the Down Podcast. Hey, Brian reached out to me. I don't know, it was like a week or two ago, and he's like, "Hey, I got a question for you. Maybe a possible podcast topic." And he's uh he's kind of finding himself in a little bit of a rut. So, Brian, do you want to kind of just? Well, I was going to say backpedal. <laughs> Not really back little here, but uh, go back and just like recap the question that you had for us to talk about, and this is going to be our topic for today. Oh, I'm uh, really
4: excited to hear how this turns out. So yeah, I'll try the question out that you guys talk about it and I'll tune in once you release the podcast later this week. But the main question was like, hey, we all have our seasons of life, right? Um, sometimes you're riding that high wave of motivation, but sometimes we're down in the trough. Like everyone finds their different ways of struggling through that. I've been riding bikes, doing track for about 10 years now. And I would say I haven't been in the deepest trough I've been in over the last decade with just overall motivation. Come from work, like, what do I have left in the thing to get out there and go shredded? And that's quite a bit more difficult than it has in the previous years just to go do it. And you know, that can be for various reasons, like the man's wife coming out after you know, COVID, uh, how that hit the country, and everyone's back that. So, like, how do you climb out of that? And, like, I know you can just like kind of suck it up and just go do it, but uh. Yours are tougher than others. And this year, I found
2: it a little more challenging. Yeah, and you you hit me up with that question, and it really resonated with me because I I can kind of feel you a little bit. And it's not just me, and it's not just you. I I talk to people all the time. I've got people coming into the lab all the time. We'll be doing stuff cycling related all the time, and I get quite a few people that come to me with like, "Dude, I am just I am just not motivated," or "I'm down in the dumps," or "I'm feeling a little bit you know fill in the blank." And they're just not able to kind of get out of that. And, and that's a great question. So we wanted to make that the topic of the day is like, just how do you get that? How do you get out of that motivational funk? And there's a bunch of things that are kind of, I think that are kind of contributing to this. And, um, Brian, if you're okay with it, we'll go ahead and talk about it right now. Did, did you want to say anything else? Did you want to stick around for a minute or do you want to call it? Oh,
4: I mean, I'd love to stick around, but I'm going to be going to out of but I was going to add to it. We are at the time trial that you guys put on. Oh gosh, what was that, uh, March? Yeah. Um, we're out there talking to a bunch of other people, like listening to the same thing. Like, like like, you said, everyone is saying the same thing right now. So I know I'm not the only one that's going through. So I think it's something a lot of people are actually like experiencing right now. So I imagine there's going to be a lot of answers to this topic. And, like I said, all right, I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say
2: about it. Cool. Well, we'll run through it and you can listen to this when this come out <laughs> comes out on Wednesday and If you've got some more feedback, let's talk. That's
4: good. All right. You guys have fun and uh, chat when we get back.
2: Thanks for the question, Brian. Thanks, Brian. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Take care. All
5: right. See you guys. Bye. Cheers. It's kind of fun just calling people randomly.
2: Wait, wait. You got a question for us? (laughs) 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 Yeah. So that it's it's not a loaded question, but there's so many different things that can lead to this. And I think that everybody at some point in time is going to probably deal with a certain degree of this. Um, You know, for me, it's like, it's been like a four-year process of trying to come out of a funk of like my shoulder. And I don't want to, you know, go through that again, but you know, I, I've had that kind of ebb and flow and you get demoralized and you get like beat down and you're like, you put in all this work and all of a sudden your, your shoulders killing you and you don't even want to think about getting on a bike because it hurts, you know? So there's that. We just went through a couple of years of this whole COVID pandemic crap and everybody's a little bit fatigued from that here in the Pacific Northwest. We've got, Mother nature is just not cooperating. We're on like third or fourth winter. I don't know. I've lost track because there's so many of yes. <laughs> But I mean, we're into May and it's still like 40 something degrees and just pouring rain and just like really like serious like weather stuff. And then there's the, you know, the whole concept of the um, seasonal affective disorder. I mean, that that's going to play there. So there's a bunch of different things going on here. Let, let's kind of talk about some other th- things that people might have piling on them. And then let's talk about some ways that we could particular or we could uh, cope with this.
3: You know, uh, for me, it's, I, I'm, I'm in the same kind of situation, uh, where I'm not, I'm just not feeling motivated to race. I'm still motivated to ride and get outside and, but not nearly as motivated to race. And, and part of it for me was uh, last year, 2021 was phenomenal for me. Um, we, I came out of COVID. I had nothing to do. I, I, I didn't have a job. There, you know everything was shut down. All I could do was ride my bike and and I felt like I owed it to retired people everywhere that that if if you're retired and kind of have unlimited time or whatever time you wanted to be able to race that you you know maybe you can actually do something with it and Last year, I lined up forty three times I raced forty three times last year, which is crazy stupid (laughs) i actually i actually buried myself i actually hurt my back because i never i mean i crashed several times but i never crashed where i hurt myself but i i raced so much that my back finally gave out and it that spooked me a little bit Mm -hmm. you know did i did i overdo it by racing so much yes i did you're feeling better now though right i do feel better but i feel cautious fragile
5: yeah i think that's okay (laughs) I mean, and then the f- I secretly want you to ride a little bit more cautiously because I don't want you to kill yourself on a descent some for, some, for no reason. Yeah, but no. Yes, <laughs> true. I mean, if it takes the the fear of you hurting your back to slow you down a little bit. On, I mean, because yeah, I think your point of like, hey, motivation for racing is a bit low, but motivation to ride is still there. But yes, and I think that that's huge for all of us, right? Where it's kind of like, hey, yeah. I almost feel like the, the answer is not one that Jake's going to want to hear where it's just like, maybe it's okay to not be motivated to race. Maybe it's okay. Like just go, if you're motivated to ride, go ride. If you're motivated to go swim, go swim, which is what you're probably most motivated to do at
3: this point. Just go Get in swimming. the pool and swim. Well, what's funny about it is like, okay, I, I came out of the pandemic or I came out of 2020 like feeling really fit and I wanted like test it yep i wanted to show it off i wanted to race how do i stack up and so i you know and and as fit as i was i still i mean i won a couple of races and i did i had some decent results but i realized what you know this body could potentially do and that was probably about as much as i could do as what i did last year and then to have this back injury and be down for a while and I'm having a hard time digging out of that, and I'm nowhere near as fit as I was last year, and so I'm showing up at races with completely different goals. The yeah. goal is let's have fun and rail this descent. <laughs> it's not. Dang it! It's not. <laughs> that's the opposite of what, opposite of what yeah. Matt wants.
0: P- pay registration and keep the race from dying. Yes, it's yeah, to show up in
3: race so that so that the 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 community is supported, but but I'm not going to be mixing it up. Like yeah. I was last year
0: for the, for the caller. Um, cause I don't know his, his backstory. What angle is he coming at it? The same he, as any racer? Or? He used to
5: do competitive triathlon. He's very yes. strong triathlete. Yes. And then he has more recently been doing more cycling. I'm not saying that he's giving up on triathlon because that's impossible. <laughs> Everyone sticks with triathlon forever, but he seems to be leaning more towards, um, cycling and
3: potentially gravel type stuff.
2: Yeah. Cool. He yeah. just got
3: a gravel bike and he's been doing time trials and yeah. some road racing.
2: He's a busy guy too. I mean, he's yeah. busy with work, family. A busy family, man, yep. and, you know, yep. he tries to balance everything. So, I mean, that, that could be part of it too. I mean, when you want to compete at a certain station and you just can't put forth the time, that's hard. It, we, it's hard. Did we
0: hijack his question in a, in a, apply it to racing when his question was more broad.
3: Maybe. Yes. It, it could be all I think about is myself,
1: clearly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Like yeah, I, the, when, when you were talking fault. about fault. It's my fault. <laughs> coming out of winter strong and you want to like see how you fare, um I feel that with the uh, the fast group rides that we have mm-hmm. and even with Zwift, you you can get a sneak peek of where you are on the pecking order quicker. Yeah. where we used to only have racing that you paid for. Mm-hmm. So you That's could go point. get strong, and then you could go race. And there you would get your results. But we get our results like all over the place. We have like, like a, we, yeah, we have Zwift. our our power meters, our heart rate monitors. Yes. Like we're looking at Zwift. We're looking at like fast based group yep. group rides yep. or yeah, or
3: weekly weekly drop rides. Yeah. Yes. Which, where you can see how long can I last? I yeah. feel like Brian was pretty regular last year.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: With, uh, yep. with
5: a Thursday ride. Thursday? Yeah. Yep. The flogging ride. Flogging. Yep.
0: Yeah, so I think less people are uh, inclined to go pay to see the result when they can go get that same result for free.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's not the same though. It is not the same, no, and
0: I not. and I'm I'm playing devil's advocate because I, I as a race promoter I want all of those people who do Zwift and mm-hmm. all those people who do the group yeah. rides. I'm like I, I go to Savvy Shootout um and I see I don't know sometimes over hundred people and then you go to a race and their their registration number for the entire day is maybe hundred twenty. Yeah, and I'm like, that's Wait. not fair. Yeah. Yes, true. Yeah. And their bikes are like ten thousand dollar bikes. Yeah. So you so got a financial you, you situation. You have thirty dollars. Yeah. Yes. And if money is an issue, just pull my shirt sleeve and say, "Hey, money's an issue. Can I have a an entry?" Is right. like, yes, because it mean you're more valuable being there at the race. Yes. Than not being there. Right.
5: Yeah. You so should probably make them like volunteer or something. Yeah. You should make them do something. Yeah. They're gonna get a free race, but yeah. But yeah, I hundred okay. percent agree.
2: A lot of variables here. I think it was a a very broad question that he was asking. I think that he wants to be competitive wants to go race, but I think it might even be more like just not finding the the desire to go train. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounded like. And there's so many things. I mean, for me, it's like my fitness was coming around. Well, as I've mentioned before, my shoulders felt pretty good this year after I've started the the rowing regimen. And I was pretty excited about that. And I really wanted to take a, a strong run at doing some gravel racing I got sick and then all of a sudden my fitness numbers on training peaks literally got halved like my fitness number dropped half of what it was like that's demoralizing and now I've got to go fight back and you're looking at all these like group weekly group drop rides that you're doing. I'm like I'm gonna get dropped at those and it's like I've got so much work to do just to get back for a race and all of that stuff is just like uh, do I just throw in the towel and then just go ride for fun and rethink about this and do 2023 instead and
0: I, and I don't want to do that people have come back from much harsher things oh yeah yeah Yeah. so it's like you know it's possible and like when I first started following a podcast like you guys had a uh, had a thing going on uh, episodes that I would live I would know you through what you were talking about on the podcast and it was you getting out of the house Jake to ride with Lance outside and you're like this is just going to be a mellow ride that's what you say and then you put out efforts yeah so like even when I was like when I was burnt out or stuff, cuz I raced a lot too and you're like I'm done like your your body just tells you at a certain point like like Shut go go walk the dogs or hike with the wife yeah. yeah. Um I I would go ride with a friend mm-hmm. and it was always the same thing hey dude let's just go have a chill ride and talk and catch up but then the first climb comes and you're like ah <laughs> yeah, and, that and that then was that 80%. excites you yeah. you know cuz then you have like this this awesome like a uh, um friend friend of me of um, <laughs> yep, of me. Friend of me. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. And then you guys are so supportive of each other and like, dude, you're looking good on the bike. Like you yep. just like build up each other and like, all you got to do is switch that back to positive thinking.
2: Yeah. And so yeah. that was kind of one of the remedies that I was going to throw. There's like, just go rip the bandaid off by doing something fun that will turn into that, that competitive bit that you needed. And you'll, you'll get inspired. You'll yeah. want to come back and yeah. you'll want to do it. And it'll be one of those things where like, Hey, I'm glad that I did that. And Lance, I can't even tell you how many times that's been you and me. Like, we'll go for a ride. I feel like I'm in the dumps and d- don't even want to ride. And no joke, I'll just on my front door and it's Lance on his bike in his kid. He's like, suit up. Let's go. We're going to go ride. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. Let's laughs> you, go. Son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> All right. I'll yeah. be right down. And not for nothing, there's not a single time that I can think of, of, of going out on a ride and being disappointed that that's what I did. Yep. I mean, short of the one time I got hit by a car, but, uh I digress, um, Usually you go out, you do the ride and you're going to have all these things in the back of your head, this negative talk, this, this like feeling of down and and depressed and all the other things. You go out and you do the ride and you're like, that was fantastic. I'm glad I did that. So it's not very often that you regret going out and doing a ride.
0: Yeah. We had this chat the last time I was in, like something you could do to bring in a new, new bike racers, Mm -hmm. um, so you you cast the net to bike riders, um, Mm -hmm. but maybe on your recovery day you go ride with with them. But even your recovery pace is is something that they strive to get to. Yeah. You know, like, it's hard. Like, not everyone can ride 200 watts on a recovery day for a couple hours. Like, they're putting out an effort. Yeah. Um, And them them motivating themselves to get to you, it's so motivating for you to stay ahead. Yeah. You know, like, you know what? Like I still have more in me. I want more. Um, And uh, yeah, I think it's good to, I think it's good to motivate others. It's almost like that tactic of like, dude, my day is so horrible, but I'm going to smile at the barista and she's going to smile back and hers is going to be sincere and it's going to trick me. You know, like my first (laughs) smile was bullshit, but like it's so human nature to like enjoy it. Right. And then you give it back to other people and you're like, oh, that was easy. Like the easiest thing to do.
3: Right, yeah. Just let it, let it flow. You know, I, one of the things that I think can help get out of a funk is 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 register for something. Yep. we've talked about that before
5: yeah. on this podcast for sure. It's Just like one have of our something on. The can, can I
0: give you a thing to register for? What, what would you like us to register <laughs> what for? What would we possibly register the for? The Banker City Cycling Classic. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah, and. uh yeah. And, and, and let's talk about that later, please. Yeah. Okay. But yeah.
2: So let's go through some of these things just one by one and just see what, what it is that you guys would do to get over these things. So like, let's talk about the one that's probably been the longest going thing and that's the COVID fatigue. That's a lot of people that are just kind of burn out. I mean, you had to ride indoors for a long time because you didn't want to be around other people. Yeah. You had to, um, you know, deal with all the, the funk that was coming out and there's like a, a full mental shift of like, like how you go about your daily life. And that just, that wears on people. And there's a lot of people that did a lot of trainer riding during that time period, maybe wore themselves out there and, you know, they're still having to ride on the trainer because the weather's crap. So uh, what what would you tell somebody that's dealing with a little bit of the fatigue from the, the old COVIDs? Yeah, find a group ride to make yourself a part of. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Do you remember when COVID first hit and there was
5: less cars on the road for just like a little bit? It was yeah. only, I, I promise it was like two oh, weeks. Yeah. It was Dude, it was when, like, when, there was, it was just a moment. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool.
0: When the road to uh, Multnomah Falls closed. Oh, yeah. That was magical. Yes, it was. I did. I did a 280 mile ride. Oh my gosh! And I did the the three peaks. Like, uh, what is the furthest one north of us? And um, Adams, Washington. No further. No. Oh, uh, Saint Rainier. Hel- Saint Helens. Oh, Saint Helens. Okay. Right, and then I come down and do Rainier and Adams, and then cross Bridge of Gods.
3: Yeah. Wow.
0: And then my my I don't know if I told this story on the podcast, but my both all, both my lights went dead when I crossed the Bridge of God, It's 10:30. That's
1: a well. But luckily, but, <laughs> but luckily, uh, <laughs> Not surprised lights uh
0: but I mean, going through Gifford, like you don't, you don't see anybody, so you don't need to run them. Right. Yeah. So, but, uh, cross, cross, bridge of gods lights go dead, but it was during COVID and, um, all of those roads were closed. That's amazing. That parallel, um, they didn't the want
3: anybody congregating at the waterfall. So they just closed the road. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, that was epic. Yeah. So thanks COVID for keeping me alive. There was
3: one there was that
5: one moment when COVID was like, Yeah, COVID. Get these <laughs> damn cars off the
1: road. Oh, and but if you
0: were like introverted and you you didn't want to go see people anyways, and you had that perfect out, yep. like I'm yep. just personally not Sorry. comfortable. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Anything but, else that you guys could throw out there for someone who might be dealing with a COVID fatigue? And this, this question could be a little bit deeper too. There's a lot of people that were working from home and, and maybe yeah. got used to that. And then all of a sudden they're forced to go back to the office and there's a routine and a regimen and they're, they're tired from that and they're just yeah. not wanting to like work the cycling thing into that whole routine. Schedule. It's just like, ugh.
0: yeah, not, maybe not um, specifically COVID, but the, the, the whole umbrella question of like how to stay motivated or or remotivated was find a new discipline. Or, or try a new discipline. Sure. Yep, like 100%. I got, I was burnt out of road racing and, um, got heckled into doing cyclocross and that saved me. Mm-hmm. And then I recently found mountain biking cause I didn't want to lose a friend, um, who's a mountain biker. And that is like re-motivating me like through the roof. Yeah. And I
5: think a lot of people are finding gravel. Oh you yeah. Know, like yeah. that might be Brian Floyd for yeah. sure with a new gravel bike. You know, he may be finding gravel roads to be very motivating like a new discipline, he did triathlon for a long time. Yep, it's okay to do different things. Yeah,
0: and that feeling of like when you come with that base of, um, of of riding, yeah. in that engine, um, and you go into that new discipline and you don't have to start at the ground level. You're already up in the mix. You know, True, and people see you towards nice. the front. Like you need and to do a sport that's so mental. Like you need an ego. Like you need to have that. So to have your ego massaged will keep you in the game more consistently i'm not going to put in all of this work to not be noticed but i think that's human nature like yeah if you don't feel appreciated respected noticed, like the worth the work wasn't worth it
5: yeah i agree with that i do think that people should also embrace being crappy at something if you're new at it. Oh, yeah. Whether, whether that's mountain biking for me or rowing for Jake. It doesn't have to be yeah. biking necessarily. Like, yeah. I don't know how good you are at rowing. You're probably good. At, you're probably great at it. I don't know. But like, or like if I picked up like woodworking or yeah. rock hounding, I'd probably be bad at it. You know, it's just like, I don't think that we have to be like when we say switch disciplines, it yeah. doesn't mean like you have to switch from, you know, road biking to, you know, gravel. Like We,
0: we just want you to be active and healthy. Yep. Yeah.
5: Hobbies are good.
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay. How about the seasonal affective disorder? Again, going back to the Pacific Northwest here. Very and real. the you know, the the long winter days. We we got through that, we survived that, and then we're getting to springtime and we get teased with a couple of those like really, really nice days. They're beautiful. <laughs> they might even stick around for two, three days and then all of a sudden you get socked in with like forty something degrees, raining all day long, and it snows in April. It snows in April like a lot. And you're like, dude, well, I don't want to go back to the trainer and I, I need to go right outside. And then all of a sudden my mood, my personality is affected by all of this. How do you deal with that?
5: It's seasonal. I mean, we, we probably have this, a very similar conversation every year about this time, yeah. right? Where it's like, gosh, we're ready for this to be over. And then summertime comes around and there's no lack of motivation. So just knowing and keeping in mind that it's seasonal and that, you know, things will probably come around around, you know, by June, July, August, like we'll probably start to be feeling yeah. pretty good. We'll probably <laughs> fitness will probably come around too. I think that's good. Or at least it's somewhat comforting knowing that we're getting there.
2: We're getting close. We're getting closer. We definitely are. But in the same respect, like if you lose all of your motivation and you start to see your numbers slip and you see your fitness just kind of like riding off into the sunset without you. Yeah. And we're, you know, into the second week of May almost. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit disappointing, especially if you like all of a sudden get hit with, like, you get sick. And I'm not just saying that mm-hmm. for me, because that's what I went through. But it could be one of those things where you work really hard in the winter, you put in all of this work, and you're all set and ready to go do all of the things. And all of a sudden, you're like, finding yourself like a little bit depressed, or a little bit yep. sad, a little bit blue, or then you get sick. And you're just like wore out. You don't want to go do another Zwift rider's Zwift race. You don't want to go ride outside because you're sick and tired of being in the 40 something degree weather coming home, slopping wet and it just takes forever and a day to, to get your, get all the clothes on go out there and ride yeah. and then take all the wet clothes off and get them washed and go clean your bike. You just don't want, you're like, I'm over it. You, you just kind of like threw your hands in the air. I'm over it.
0: You've mentioned like weather like four times. Yes. Yeah. So I like, I race or I, my training block is usually sure. Tuesday hard, Wednesday easy, Thursday hard, Friday easy, Saturday, Sunday, a racer, hard ride, yeah. and endurance. Yeah, sure. Try to squeeze all that in. But now this was the first year where I'm like, Ooh, I can't really do that outside mm. um, to that perfect little schedule if sure. the weather is crap. Yeah. So now I'm like actually <clears throat> watching the weather two weeks out and like renegotiating the, the, the day flex. I do chores with the wifey. I'm like, hey, like. I can vacuum when it's raining and windy, but when it's sunny, right. yeah, I wanna go outside. Yeah. So I think maybe that's something I've never done. I, I just started doing this year and, and that's helping a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: actually good. You, know, that you don't have to think of your training regimen as like an exact science, that it needs to have some autonomy. You need to have autonomy with your schedule to <laughs> change things around, is what you're saying, yeah. so yeah.
0: Yeah, take advantage of the sunny days.
2: Absolutely.
3: Or if you can, find some sunshine I, I know that's difficult here in the northwest yep. uh, oftentimes people in the portland area if you go east just two hours you're usually in the high desert where it, it tends to have a lot more sunshine but i mean to do a two-hour ride in the sunshine out there means a six hour thing which sure. a lot of people usually don't six if not yeah. seven or eight because you
0: know yeah i wouldn't have believed this if someone told me but when I was doing the early season mountain biking races, um, January through April, we would have crap weather down here, and I would go up to Seattle, and it would be sunny.
1: Crazy. Mm. And well,
0: I, I didn't get that yeah at all. I'd be like further north, closer to Alaska. There's got to be it's got to be more worse. rain, yeah.
3: Oftentimes the the San Juan Islands will dump all the rain, and so you, you so Seattle will end up being in a bit of a rain shadow.
0: Yeah. So. So go to Seattle. That's That's why there's 4 million people that live in Seattle. Makes sense. So
2: how to deal with that seasonal affective disorder? What are are your suggestions there? Vitamin D supplementation. Uh, Absolutely.
3: (laughs) If you live in the Northwest, you should be taking vitamin D. Do you guys own
0: a Happy Light?
3: No. And that's mm-hmm. the other thing. There is light therapy that you can do. I don't have one. Do you have one? No. I haven't,
2: I haven't tried it yet. My wife had one when we first moved here, and I told her to turn it off. <laughs> it made me more angry than happy. But <laughs> Is it blue or is it red? It, it just hurt my eyes. It was more blue. Okay.
3: So, I don't yeah. know. But for some people, seasonal affective disorder can really be depressive for people. Oh, yeah. And that can be very dangerous. Yeah. So, using a, some light therapy yeah. to help with that is perfectly yeah. fine. Probably, yeah yeah if that's you can
5: a, i think if people can schedule vacations like you did where did you go texas
2: yeah but that didn't pan out for me because texas doesn't like bikes yeah the, well that's texas it was, a, <laughs> it was an odd choice yeah, I, I i thought it was an odd choice swing but and I mean, a miss
5: yep.
3: hawaii right i mean you go to hawaii just about every year i go every sometime in january february i go every year yeah i, I want that to be a habit
2: for yep. me
5: I'm, I'm, that's a goal life goal
2: yeah see somebody too if it gets really bad yeah, yes, we'll talk absolutely. to somebody. Sure, see That's a therapist call. or see a psychologist or
3: somebody. There's yeah. there's no shame in that. Matter yeah. of fact, if you're struggling with things and you aren't seeing somebody, then you are an idiot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I always <laughs> Go get see somebody.
0: At, Yeah, I always get yelled at because Nikki's like, you have two you have two modes at parties. Like you're either the life of the party because you're you think you're funny, <laughs> 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 or or like you get really heavy about like childhood. Uh, stuff and um and you treat like 40 people like they're your therapist i'm like much cheaper (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. much cheaper um and i think there's a lot of power in in the placebo effect so even if you do multiple things and it's not working just just your mind knowing that you're putting in an effort is telling like your mind your heart like everything you're feeling um that like we should we, as in your whole body, should be. We're gonna be feeling better. Yeah, yeah. should be yeah. feeling better. Yeah, well,
2: here's an here's another thing too. It's okay to take a little bit of time off. It I'm really is. 100%. Like Brian yep. just did a decade of training. Yep, a decade of training. Like I mean, I'm sure he took little bits and pieces there. But when was the last time you took two or three months off and just got away from the bike altogether? Got away from swimming, biking, and running the whole bit. Yeah, and just kind of like recharge your batteries, go do something else fun. The other thing is those little. Brakes, they do make you want it more.
5: Uh Like, I can't bike right now, and I kind of
1: want to.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Like, I've had a little ride. Just give me a little ride. Just give me a little hit. Just give me a little hit.
2: (laughs) In the last decade, I've had a couple stints where the bike was taken away from me. You know, I had broken hip and I had a broken, destroyed shoulder and five other things in my body. And in both of those stints, I was off the bike. Now, the hip was a little bit different i mean but yeah. i was still off the bike for 10 days but i was basically off my training regimen and being able to do the things that i wanted to do for a, a decent chunk of time it was almost a month mm-hmm. and then my shoulder was you know four or five months or whatever that was you know that kind of gave me my my battery charge and i don't i'm guessing that brian hasn't had any serious injuries nothing that i know of i don't know so maybe it is good for him just to say you know what this summer i might go out and ride my bike a few times i might have fun with it but you know He's got a there's no great way he's family. Gonna, he's got a fun like camping trailer. Go go, do that, cool stuff, yeah. sure. go it, do that stuff. He has cool stuff, for sure. Go do that stuff and just enjoy.
5: I don't think that he, there's any way that he would really take a big block of time off of biking during the summer. But we'll True, see. We'll see. Well, It'll take be, some time off from training. If you yep, want to go out and ride your bike, go out and ride your bike. He's you know, He's got some cool toys he could go do and play sure. and then be like, I uh, will come back to biking soon. You know, and it doesn't have to be a big deal.
2: Yeah. I just it would be fun for, hey, Matt, go jump on your mountain bike, grab your camera, throw in a backpack, and yep. let's just go for a ride and just find video stuff. and yep. pictures and just go out there and have fun. Lance, you can Sherpa for us and bring some sandwiches. And Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're good for something. I'm good for something. Not much, but you can, you got sandwich skills. Scott will show us some trails that we can go do. Yeah. it be fun. So just schedule some different things too. So Yep. All right. Um What are you guys going to do though when... It's serious like crap weather and you're over riding outside in the rain and you're sick and tired of riding on the trainer. What's your suggestion there? Yet you still want to try and keep some semblance of fitness. Do you guys have a response for that? That's the one thing that I'm dealing with right now. I'm just so freaking tired of if it's, if it's
0: based on just the weather and you have to like re uh, reschedule your, your training, you're not going to lose fitness. True. You're not gonna. You're not gonna reschedule your your training if, for four weeks. If, and it, like... if it's
5: raining for three weeks and you can't train, you're losing fitness.
0: Yeah.
2: If you can't train,
5: but like that's not the case, right? Yeah. Like we all know that it's yeah. not black or white, right? It's not like you can't train because it's raining. That's.
2: Uh, you can look at the radar. You can look at the weather, and you true. can look at the hourly forecast, and you can find a little block of time in there. Disney that's not always easy, though, for everybody, because yeah. I've got too many things going on in my life. Yep. And it's like, all right, you can ride today from 3 to 5 o'clock. i like, well, I've got 15 other things that I need to do at that time. Yep. So that's where yep. it comes to hassle for me. But for if, if you're not that busy, you could always just, like, don't ride in the morning when it's pouring rain. When you normally ride, just smooth things around.
0: Yeah. One thing that I did was I got a gym membership, <clears> and um, I thought it was going to be a lot of, um, like, muscle work. But then I found the, the Concept 2 Rower. And I I don't know if it's because I needed the break from the bike trainer but the Concept 2 rower rowing machine became my favorite. Like I love it. Put on music and I I started enjoying it more than biking and I was getting nervous I'm like oh crap I don't want to be a rower. I don't, I don't know if that's a, a rower. I don't know if that's a bad thing uh, to you be a prob- rower.
5: Probably, if you started rowing on the water, you'd probably be like, "Ooh." This
0: I is I cool. was. We were um along a, a river. Good. We were along uh, one of the rivers the other day. I was yeah. biking with a junior kid down the Selwood and they had um you know all the, the, the coach on a, on yeah. a motor boat. Yep. And he was like on a microphone talking yeah. to like three teams, and I'm like, "You and I think we're drafting. Look at these dudes in the same boat." You know, like, <laughs> fully, like, in yeah. sync, and I'm like, that looks sick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're afraid of losing fitness from the bike trainer and I enjoyed the rower, like, you can go get a workout. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make an endurance workout and um, have new scenery, have, like, people there. And I, I, I don't know why this this quote is so powerful to me recently, but, like, happiness is only real when shared. Mm. Like, it's effing lonely to be on a bike trainer. Yep. Like we have interaction now. That's why now. we like Swift. Yeah. Yeah. There's you're not alone. Yeah. Air quotes. But I mean, going to the gym and, and like sometimes I go to the gym, I'm not motivated, but I see someone else getting after it. And usually it's somebody who's, who's bigger, mm-hmm. like a bigger person. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I am such an ass that, yeah. that I gave myself excuses not to go there tonight when it's harder for other people to do this. And that True. like inspires me. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs>
5: And, and definitely like shared misery is, is so much better. I mean, 100%. I think if I put my trainer next to yours, we would have fun. Yeah. It wouldn't be, it, the workout might not be great. Zwift might not be great, but we would probably have fun. Mm-hmm. I did move a trainer down to David Goodman's house for his garage for a little while because he just, I see him all the time on the trainer in the garage and it was just he like, got his oh, garage door open. Yeah. You walk by. And you and see him. I see him out. all the time. Yeah. And why well, I'm always driving kids to the pool. But yeah, and so I see him, and I'm like, I'm just gonna put a bike trainer over there, and then you know, randomly I'll just show up and start biking with him, and I did a couple times. That's awesome, and it's fine, you know. It's like it, it's just if you can get any sort of you know additional socialness yeah. to the workout, it's huge because I think a lot of the time we go biking with
3: others, and that's that's nice. Yeah, you bike by yourself a fair amount, but. It's always nice when you have someone else to ride with. It is, but like if I show up to a new city and it's there's a weekend yep. coming up, I will, I'll find a group ride, yeah. or I'll try to find a group yeah. ride that I think it's I so can nice. fit into because yeah. it's just it's just better. It is, yeah. They and ride they're with other they're, people.
0: they're more excited that you're there than you are that you're there. Yeah, yeah. You know, because the they point. get to share their their ride with you. Yep. Yeah.
3: Well what's funny is now I have I have Strava friends in everywhere in Scottsdale and in Mesa and in San Francisco and in Utah and in I like all over I have Strava friends that I've met just from group rides sure. and now I see what they're doing we end up connecting at different times if I come back to town I'm I can message them and say hey Is something going down? Oh, yeah, show up here at this time. Bring this bike. Okay, done. Can we
0: overdub the Johnny Cash? Like, I've been everywhere, (laughs) man. Yeah, (laughs) that's true.
2: Oh, that's not a bad idea. I like that. Sometimes, too, and we've done this before, just embrace it. Embrace the suck. We've scheduled gravel rides where we knew it was going to be raining. We knew that it was going to be cold, and we're like, we're going to go out and get this done. I just still think about the one that we did in January where we took Garrett Taberski out there. You remember that? and oh he gosh. just suffered so bad poor guy he's going to hear this and he's going to yell at me but he was cold he was wet he was miserable and we were going hard he's like oh my god you're killing me <laughs> so but that was a that was a good time just embrace the suck go out there and just get full on muddy full on wet and just know that it's going to suck and misery loves company so it's really hard agree. to do
3: those workouts unless you know you're meeting somebody else at the same place so if if you commit to like yeah. Okay, there's gonna be a gravel ride on Tuesday night in yep. in Vancouver, and so we're gonna we're gonna. I agreed to go, so I'm gonna friggin' go. And even though it's pouring rain, we're gonna do it anyway because there's gonna be six other idiots there yeah. with me. Or, you know, so
2: a lot of times though, those those the gravel ones specifically end up being fun. The road rides, eh, the road rides in the rain aren't as not quite as fun. Quite as the off road stuff, the off road <laughs> stuff, it's just it's a little bit more fun. So maybe. Pick and choose your disciplines wisely.
0: It's got to be that comparison of driving, like, an automatic car versus a stick shift. Because, like, mm-hmm. uh, being on gravel definitely keeps you engaged the entire time. You have to. Yeah. You
3: have to pick a yeah. line. You have to just avoid flats or yeah. rocks or yeah. crashes. Yeah, you have to be more engaged.
0: Like, if you were if you were moving around squirrely on the road, people are like, okay, I'm not riding with you again. Correct. But But if you go and... And the same, uh, you're watching the same thing happen on gravel. You're like, oh, that's a good rider because he's avoiding yeah. everything oh. that we should <laughs> not be hitting. Interesting line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That's cool. Anything else that you guys can throw out? Somebody that's kind of down on the dumps and they're just really lagging the motivation department.
3: This may seem like a jerk thing to say, but schedule a vacation. Schedule something away. Yeah. Further south.
2: Yeah, that, that's true. So, if you can make it happen. If you can, ma- if you can make it happen. Yep. Yeah. How about you, Matt? You got anything else?
5: No, I think um, Lance's idea of, you know, each winter probably scheduling a vacation, schedule rides with people, and schedule a race. Like schedule, schedule, schedule. And that that's a lot of motivation right there. That's three things that I think really put a lot of motivation in your pocket. You know, when you, when you look at a calendar and you're like, that race is going to happen on July 30th. Whether you're in shape or not, then you're going to be more mo- motivated to, you know, do some of the stuff that's not super fun. Whether sure. that's like a Zwift workout inside or whatever it is. So,
0: yeah, and it has. You have to have it on a sliding scale of of emotion because mm-hmm. if you keep on having these events and you're 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 letting yourself down with whatever goal you're you're sure. providing, um, that that race becomes uh demotivational. Like, yeah, but like we said prior, like it, it can just be a tool to support the company and the, the community and to stay present. Mm-hmm. So That's true. Um, I have d- every year, like you go through a few seasons of like cross ends, you lose all your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lose a whole bunch of people that you see on a regular basis. Um, and then you, you typically don't see them again until, until the f- next fall. But if you're doing multiple disciplines, you'll, you'll, for me, I will see roadie friends and mm-hmm. in, in August. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know. Now I started thinking about road I fully <laughs> lost my train of thought. Um, but it's so important to come back and see familiar faces. So even if you are not motivated and you're like, dude, my race is going to be crap. Like I'm not there yet, blah, blah, blah. And you're it's so much negative talk. Like you go and you have four conversations with someone you haven't seen in eight months and they treat you it's the friend that like continues the, the conversation right where it left off yeah. last time and yeah. you're like and all of a sudden you're, ha- you're happy yeah yep. yeah so yeah. like okay you got 20th place and you're not used to getting that far back but, but like you rekindled relationships that are going to fuel your motivation back into this endurance world
5: yeah and i think that a lot of times we worry about like, oh, someone's going to see my race results and they're going to bl- like stop yourself right there. Yeah. They're only looking no at one their cares. own race results. No yeah. one cares. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's like I don't want to race a certain way unless I'm going to be towards the pointy end. And I've totally, this is me talking to myself with triathlon and stuff like that because I did well a long time ago, but any racing in the future is going to be quite ugly, but it's still going to be fun. Yeah. It's still yeah. going to be fun.
2: So. One last thing for me on this topic: Do exactly what Brian did. Reach out and talk to other people. Sure. Let people know that's that you're point. kind of feeling that. And if uh, if you got good friends, they're gonna pick you up. I mean, again, Lance has done that for me countless times. You know, even Matt. I'll get the occasional text from Matt, like oh, five, five minutes, five minutes, five one. minutes. You know that they're so well timed though, and just being able to ride with other people. And if people know that that's going on with you, then you'll figure out a way. You'll they'll figure out a way to motivate you. They'll figure out a way to get you back into it and get you kind of. Back on the, the, the train, if you will. That's, I don't know, That's always a good thing. Let people yep. know. I like it. Cool beans. I think that we'll call that a wrap. And we're going to move into one last thing. I'm going to go with Matt first because he's always got an easy one. Go, yeah. Matt.
5: I think I posted three videos last week. I was you gonna, were on fire, dude. I was going <laughs> to <laughs> post more because there was <clears throat> this um, bike computer that came out last Wednesday or Thursday that I didn't get Brighton. to. Brighton. Yep. Brighton bike computer. But that... Video is coming. I still need to record it, edit it, all the things. But it's going to eventually come out. Maybe this week, maybe next week. Who knows? But uh, but that and then I have a whole bunch more videos coming. But I did post a a little bit about Wahoo RGT, which I think yep. is very interesting. Um, and then I posted a video about a Polar watch that's brand new. So, cool. Yep. Good things. Awesome. Check awesome. them out on the internet, youtube.com slash M. LeGrand. Matt LeGrand, <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> if you find the... Pop sensation, Matt Legrand. That's also a good channel to subscribe <laughs> to. No one will doubt you. No one will no one will doubt your choices. Choose wisely. Uh, I'm
2: gonna go next with Scott. I think I know what he's gonna talk about based on something I'm looking at on the desk here. But yeah, um, one last thing, Scott, go.
0: You know um, that one show that came out during COVID, Tiger King. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Wasn't the lady's name Carol Baskins? Yes. Yeah. Brian Simiati just texted me, did you give your contact to Carol Baskins? No, well, her
3: name was Baskin, not uh, okay. Baskins. Maybe that's right. different. Okay, right.
0: a new, different person. Sorry, <laughs> <It did. laughs> totally, totally different. Brian had an incident in his shop. Oh yeah, two forty-six in the morning, someone broke in and uh, stole the two most expensive e-bikes.
1: Oh.
0: and like as soon oh, as the man. glass was shattered, alarm went off, and it was just a quick. I,
3: I drove by a shop yesterday on my way back. It wasn't you, was it? it no, what? it was. I drove <laughs> by. You about I, 240, <laughs> 240 to <yeah>. 245. <laughs> they open at 8 a.m. But I drove by and I noticed that the front door was boarded up. And I thought, oh, my gosh, something happened. And sure enough, I saw it. that it did. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Brian. That yeah. sucks,
2: man. We got broken into three times last year and lost so much stuff five bikes, Ugh. tons of equipment and computers and watches and yeah. power meters and com- just all kinds of things. And then that was what prompted the move into this location was to be in a more secure location because yeah. there's only one front door and there's just a little bit of glass. We had an attempted break in two weeks ago. We had somebody try and break we in did here. Somebody. Guy drove his back or backed his truck up and tied the front door handle to his bumper and gave it a good yank and it, it the bumper falls off <laughs> i wish <laughs> <laughs> it pulled the top of the door out and so the pin was somehow pulled out it, it basically bent the frame of the door and but the latch itself stayed connected and the pin that went into the bottom stayed connected he backed up and gave it another good yank and the whole building shook you can see dust in the video uh, and then <laughs> and then in that process though it ripped the door handle off and when he first pulled it off when we first bent the frame it, it the, triggered the sensor. So you get the 30 second countdown before the alarm goes off and it was counting down. And then when he was going to go back and tie it to the other one, the alarm goes off. And then he just threw the rope and the handle in the back of his truck and took off Mm -hmm. out of here. But, um, I'm kind of surprised he wasn't able to pull those doors off. Yeah. Or the glass didn't break either. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. The doors are strong. Like they're super strong. And the handle, I guess is meant to to come off for that very reason after a certain Mm -hmm. amount of force. So, um, it's just it's so disheartening. I mean, yeah. I know people.
0: That's a quick way for me to like believe in the death penalty. But I'm kind of extreme because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> That's extreme. we just need to find yeah.
2: an island somewhere in the middle of nowhere and just go through all these yahoos on there and just say, you guys go sort it, it out. Let's call it Australia. Yeah. The island. It sucks <laughs> because
0: <laughs> you're a good guy, right? So if they came over and said, hey, I don't have enough money for a bike, you'd be like, we'll work with you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. We yeah. have consignment bikes and uh, I know so I know a promoter who'll give you a free entry. <laughs> don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: These are not good people. Yeah, we're <laughs> looking they don't care about bikes. Yeah. They just want to sell the bikes. Yeah. So
2: we've got even more security and things are even more shored up now and they're just really doing our best to make sure that these yahoo's don't uh, come in and do it again. So Brian, I'm sorry that happened to you, bud. Yeah,
0: Brian. Um yeah. That
2: wasn't (laughs) your your one
3: last last thing. thing. I I hijacked it.
0: Can I I hijack like a long one last thing? Yeah. Go for it. It's all bike race uh, related. Um, I'll try to keep it sequential to the dates that it's playing out. Um, The first one is Baker City Cycling Classic. Uh, Is it June 17th to the 19th? I hope so. I hope that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um,
3: (laughs) Yes, that's correct.
0: Okay. Yeah. And um, what you guys can help us out with is we are launching the women's uh, scholarship program oh, cool. through Baker and we have someone who gives us um, a, a sizable donation every year and I, I've talked about this on here before and whenever you get anything financially it, it gets muddled mm-hmm. no one really knows where it's being utilized yeah. at the race um, but her goal every year was I want to make sure it goes to, to women's racing so we teamed up with um, Stefano from Eclista and he made matching kits—bibs, jerseys, and socks. And then Baker City Cycling Classic, Classic is giving five entries per category. So oh, women's wow. one, two, women's three, women's four, five, masters one, two, three, women's and masters four, five, women. So we're 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 offering up twenty-five paid-for spots. In addition, you get a free matching kit. And wow. essentially you race on a compo- composite team. And the goal cool. is to get women who never met each other potentially to ride together.
5: What, what do you think the dates were again on that? June 17th, 18th oh, and
0: 19th. Okay. Yeah. So it's coming up, but if you know anybody who would be interested in doing their first stage race or it's their 10th stage race, um, they could be cat one, they could be cat five. Our whole goal is to get enough women in a field to be able to, break out the category. Um, so category one, two, race by themselves mm-hmm. with their own Ober official and their own follow vehicles and uh, the cat four, five field. It, it's hard to have them all together and have it be fair or fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big one for us. Uh, we should be getting the kit samples in the next couple of weeks and we'll, we'll do a photo shoot and kind of blast it out to everybody. Cool, um, that's great. Another thing is the short track series that we used to have in Portland was Monday nights for eight weeks and those dates weren't possible um, at PIR I know they requested them they got two nights two Tuesdays and um, it, I it was
3: ahead. the it was PIR that that kind of didn't allow us to have the <clears> dates is that, that correct That's
0: what I heard okay that conversation wasn't with me directly so I don't feel comfortable stamping that yeah okay. um but i i do know that pir was over having like andy goldsworthy style trails um on their facility because when they do film like the fancier moto events or car events and they're they have a drone up and they're looking down they, they think it looks tacky to have like a, a cyclocross trailer <laughs>
3: through, through the um, okay
0: yeah yeah uh so Granted,
3: so, the 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 motorsports brings in millions and millions of dollars yeah, to there. the yeah, track. So, yeah. but
0: it's a it. It. it's a city property. Yes, a city property is for the, the community. City. Yeah, yeah. We're That's being discriminated point. against. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. So, um, but yeah, they. I mean, they do do good things. We'll be there at PIRs. Yeah. So, um, take what you can get. And, um, Tony Kick is going to be doing two Tuesday night, uh, short tracks at PIR. And I'm going to do two Tuesday night short tracks at Washougal. Oh, cool. And then my my races at Washougal are going to double as a, basically a course preview for the the Washington um, – sorry, the uh, Obra Championship short track and cross-country races on July 30th and 31st. So if you want to come check out the short track course prior – to that saturday sunday you can go out and hopefully sneak in a a short track
1: ride (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: my sentiment exactly um and then after that there's uh i just found out a couple days ago i'll be taking on the obra criterium championship race in the first week of august oh cool and I told uh, Chuck that if the road race that's on for the first week of August gets canceled, which is doubling as the Obra road championship race, that I would like to fill that spot
2: too. Oh wow. This is uh, Kings Valley? Kings Valley is, yep.
0: the, is the tentative call out. Um, and I, like for me as a bike race promoter, um, it's tricky when events get put on a calendar and then they casually get pulled off the calendar because yeah. like if you're newer which is me I dance around everybody has who has seniority not because they asked me to but because I know that's what I would like if someone else came yeah. in um so I I pick dates that no one else is doing and it might not be the perfect date and then when you watch events fall off you're like no that's not fair like put a deposit down or something, right? Like, yeah, it's make make sure certain that that's
1: yeah.
5: The really Ober calendar shouldn't just be like, well, I think I'm gonna do something to this date. Nope, change my mind. Yeah. Like it should be like, if you put it on that calendar, yeah, it's a go.
0: I think having like a deposit down, yeah. and you get half your money back. You get half, half your it. your money back if you pull out. If you carry the race on, you get all of your money back. Oh, yeah, yeah there, it, things in life need to be incentivized. Otherwise, we're, we're going to say we're going to do a lot more stuff than we're actually going to follow through and do, I feel. Uh, yeah. yeah, so those are two two really cool things that the, the, the crit champs. I'm actually going to meet up with Clint Culpepper tonight. At, and we're going to go over um, having that race. And it looks like it would be at University of Portland. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's okay. cool. Interesting. So it's like five minute walk from my house. Yeah. (laughs) So like I I will definitely be there. Um, and then after that is a cyclocross series that we'll probably visit later.
3: Um, I'm sure you'll be back on the show. Uh Yeah.
0: But the details for the Washougal mountain bike racing weekend of July 30, 31st, I, this is my, my everything. This is my baby. This is how I want people to, um, kind of view me as a promoter because it's geared more towards juniors and kids having fun versus making money but like we all know you have to make something in order to do this Uh, but it'll be camping friday night saturday night we're gonna have food trucks we're gonna have music we might get a live band for saturday night uh july 30th saturday we're gonna have a short track race which is going to be the first uh, short track mountain bike champs so people can get jerseys and everything. Sweet. Um, Followed, we will have a team relay. But it won't be like a team of six elites that just dominate. So I'm going to kind of copy what uh, UCI did at Cross Worlds, where it's uh, two men, two women, two juniors. And for us, I'm only allowing one elite. So it'll make it interesting that it's going to be more of a level playing field. (laughs)
2: That's kind of how that they did it at Short Track at Pierre back in the day, right?
3: Yeah. What it was is it. They'd have was, so many women and juniors. It was no. ten. It was nine racers or ten racers, and you had to have at least one junior and at least two women. Or I think something it was three, like or yeah. two or three, like, three.
0: Yeah. So this is your teams are going to bring on people that they like. There's a lot of teams that are just elite teams, you know? Yeah. Or like they, they they've never talked to a junior, so it's going to be cool when like a random junior kid is on like a team with someone that they look up to and like, this yeah. is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Totally. We're, we're sharing this like experience together and every, it'll be, everyone does two laps of the, of the track. Short track. Short track. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, after that, so after Saturday night, um, one of the things I'm passionate about is the buy-in to racing is steep, 45 bucks to know if you actually enjoy this. So, after the short track, after team relay, there's going to be all these random challenges that are completely free oh, and that's um, nice. kind of selling them as like half hilarious, half serious. Come try. Yeah. So like wheelie contest, bunny hop contest, whole shot contest. There's the the pit bike track that they have the 50 CC bikes mm-hmm. like race around. We're going to completely, uh, course tape that off and then cattle as many people as we can in as possible. We'll probably have 17 and younger and then an 18 and over like two different times. But essentially I have four people who are the taggers, bike around and tag people. And the last three to get tagged are the, is the podium. <laughs> and like every, all of these random things that I'm, that I'm like rifling through with the challenges, like the, the, the companies that came on board to sponsor the event are like, we want to be affiliated with that, you know? So people it's want like fun stuff. Yeah. 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 So we have like a whole bunch of people. We got, uh, you guys styled. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got beach uh, we got Nosa coffee, 10 barrel brewing muck off um there's this one kid who who's another race promoter and he runs dogs it's called victory lap dog runners (laughs) and he specializes in dogs that pull so a headache for like me like i have two cattle dogs and i'm not a runner and i'm like oh my gosh like yeah i want you to come run my dogs um and his team of workers are all on team So I was oh, like, this wow. is so cool. Like I that, like that is this cool. is a company that I can back because I love dogs and I love Timo. And yeah. So he's gonna That's be cool. a sponsor of it. And um, where yeah. can people
5: go to find out more about these races? Yeah, you can
0: you can go right to the to the Obra calendar, Obra.org, mm. or you can go to my website, which is zone five promotions and five not written. The out. number yeah. Um, number. and uh, that'll have both the short track series of July that Tony kick and I are doing together and it'll have the Washugo mountain bike race weekend with, with the category breakdown. Um, course maps are, are going to be coming up. Um, yeah, chip timing and, um, we're excited. We're excited for this one.
3: Cool.
2: Got uh, a lot going uh, on yeah, there, my with, friend.
0: With the Washugo mountain bike racing, I've been talking <laughs> to Bill Wartburton from Cascadia junior development mm-hmm. and I told him, if he brings 12 people, I'll make a $1,500 donation. And then wow. the Birds team, which is the, the development team out of Boise, I told them the same thing. And then I told a development team out of Seattle, which is the, the Broadmark Mount Psy, $1,500 donation. And the goal was to make a regional- You're going to be broke, man. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Everyone showing up. No, no, no. Everyone's because they, gonna ha- show up. They, they have to show up with at least 12 people. And that essentially, like, I yep. did the math, and that that covers the cost of all of their entries for the races and getting them there and back with gas. Um, but like I was telling you, it's more important that people actually come yep. than than they know about it. Yeah. So like, I don't want you to know about it and not come and stay at home. I want you to know about it and be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and like, I hit up the bear development team and and um, the lady who one one of the lady who does like uh, coordinates like which kids race where julia she hit up jack springer and ian brown and carson hampton and a couple other names i don't know so to have these kids that are like 18 17 16 and some of the some of the kids that we're going to watch represent the u.s at like uci mountain biking yeah so it's cool to like to live vicariously through them at a local event like they only made it because i put on this race (laughs) (laughs) no no but like uh yeah, we have already. We have Felipe and um, Landon Farnworth and Noah. Sanders. Yeah, so it's a lot. Of, and Noah Sanders had a good race this weekend. He, he won. He won the
3: junior race yeah. in yeah. Utah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I he, I was texting with him today. And um, yeah, so I am I am so passionate about, about this weekend. And it's going to be one of the closest mountain bike races to Portland, mm-hmm. to Vancouver. Yeah. So we're going to get up there. There's already some single track, but it's going to be double track climb and single track through the woods. And we're going to add some like tabletops, like features that if you know what you're doing, you can get a little bit more speed. But if it's a tabletop, you can just go up, Mm. ride down. So yeah, guys, tell everybody, tell your family. (laughs) We're on it. Can (laughs) do, can do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: One last thing, bud.
3: I I got nothing else to share. I think we should end on that note with all the good stuff from Scott. So it's
2: all good. All right, then I'll, I'll roll with that too and call that my one last thing as well.
0: Thank you so much, guys.
2: Good times. Well, we do appreciate you coming in off today to talk about all the fun stuff. Matt, Lance, as always, good times. We uh, appreciate all of you listeners out there. You guys are fantastic. We will be back for another one next week. Until then, bye for now.